So it's like, you know what? So if I'm coming in hot, doesn't matter. Still going to explode everywhere. <laughs> Hello. Gross. All right. Ew. This is It is a nice, doomy, doomy Sunday. When did we last do this? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Pre-giving it the thanks. Yeah. It three weeks. Got some good pictures with the Duke the other night, though. The Duke? That dude hadn't aged, man. That would be the Duke of Metal. That would be the rich ward from yeah. the stuck mojo. Hail to the ATL. Yes. Man, and even though they were playing the 80s, like, hit. Uh, new wave and all that stuff his guitar tone was still ridiculous dude he's got one of the sickest fucking tones in metal right did you share it i didn't i should it, you know oh, what else you. i'm really pissed <laughs> off about i had sent him messages to try to get him to make a little zoom appearance or something yeah. you know and i didn't even fucking mention it you know i'm down there down in the basement at 37 we're talking about old times and you know all this shit and i didn't even fucking mention it and then, but i was yeah, been day drinking sure. all day. That's why you switch it to tequila, Russell. Keeps you clear. That's what the clear liquors do. The brown liquors blot it out. The clear liquors let it all through. That's what you do. Hello, everybody. This is Archie. Uh, the Mountain Ivory boys are going to fire it up here. They've been fucking about getting the morning drinking on this cloudy shit Sunday in Atlanta. Anyway, carry on, mates. Oh, Thanks, nice. Arch. Nice. The Duke of Metal. Yeah. Hail. To the stuck mojo. I look ten years older than him, and he's older than. I me. want to go back to a mojo show. Anyway, welcome back to the metal nerdery. I feel like we got to get this in before we go off into savant land. What's on the docket and do the business there? All right, there, Peterman. We have not Peterman. We have the Billiam. We have the Russell. Hello, and we have the Wheela. Yeah, hey everybody, this is Larry and Jai Solrich. I also, also wanted to tell you guys, follow Metal Nerdery on the, on the socials, on the Instagram, the Facebook, you know, on the Twitter, you know, download this shit, go, go buy this shit, metalnerdery.com slash merch. You know, go check them out. They're really fucking awesome. Thanks, Laryngitis. It's Lars for Thank sure, you. by the way. I know a lot of y'all don't know that. Anyway, welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. Today, we're going over I don't want to call it a dive. I know usually when we do albums, they're dives, but this isn't so much a dive. It's an overview, I think. Overview, that's a good Because it's, it's like a history lesson. This is kind of like sort of when you go to like a conference and you're sitting in on something and you're kind of like, ah, okay, this is going to be drudgery. No, it's not drudgery. It's history. And this is where we, we learn where we come from, I guess, in terms of metal. Because a lot of this for us... Like we were children when this shit came out. Oh yeah, and that that's Metal Massacre Two came out in eighty two. Right, like before Kill 'Em All. Yeah, right. and that's the weird part about it for yeah. me. It's like because you think of Metal Massacre One having hit the lights on it, and yeah. you think that uh, okay, Metallica should have been out by or their first album should have been out by now. But you know, when I'm sitting here listening to all these songs, I'm like, God, that the was- feel of it's weird. It's almost like Twilight Zone shit, where you like step. It'd be like if you could like step into a time machine and go back and see what it was like when christopher columbus landed here it's like well that's what you have to do i know that's what we had to do for the first one right you had to go grab your 1981 yeah. hat put on right. that hat and on this one you gotta put on your thrash i mean it really does that's sure. why y'all it's gotta the roll yeah. that you know. extra bowl that extra good relaxer 
Uh, get back to 1982 and or three or mdma whatever you got (laughs) it's a relaxer russell that's what we call it we put a good relaxer on our uh boston butts down here at the rib lounge on cottonwood y'all come on down this is ron y'all do the shroom rub this time no man we took a break from that this time we did more of kind of a it's kind of a, a, a mescaline mustard kind of blend. It's really good. It, it really opens the sinuses uh, and the third eye. It's really, really good. Got a little bit of a habanero kind of kick to it, though. But anyway, y'all get back to it. I'm getting hungry as shit now. I think those edibles just kicked in. Damn, Ron. Thanks. You got any more? Yeah, man. See me after the show, dude. I'll hook you up. Sweet. But yeah, there's so many good like names on here there's a couple that kind of threw me but like there's some that are definitely history lessons like armored saint that's one that everybody should be familiar with right um overkill kind of threw me i think there's actually a note here on the wiki if you want to go check that shit out um it's not the east coast overkill which that that answered my question it's like okay yeah because it's definitely not the same (laughs) i thought on some of the pressings it actually said overkill la like next to it, it may have. It Maybe may they have, got yeah. away from that because yeah. "la" was almost more offensive than any other offensive word in the English language. Yeah, sorry for the Louisiana folk out there. <laughs> Trauma, though. There's a there's a little tangentialness to the Metallica. All right, you got Cliff Burton on bass. That was the band they found him in. And uh, yeah, that's what Cliff played before. Before we, you know, he turned him on the gum and brought him over to the Metallica camp. You know, because Metallica is all about gum. I've got the most of it, so. You know that that, but that was before. That was like you know Cliff and his other band. But you can still hear his bass awesomeness, though. Well, I mean, people like Slagle and when they would watch Metallica play with McGovern on bass, they're like, "Oh, you guys are awesome!" But you need to come watch this guy because he needs to be in Metallica. Well, Cliff was almost yeah. kind of like just a personality, even yeah. beyond his bass playing. I mean, right. the dude was a wizard, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, he was a stage presence as well. We're going on and on. Well, shall we? Uh, I know we found there's one place on the interwebs. I'm sure this is probably out of print. You cannot purchase it anymore unless you go maybe to metalblade.com. Maybe they've got it over there. Amazon. Is it on Amazon? I saw one on Amazon. Now oh, like an auction style? Yeah. But Metal Massacre 2 is probably going to be very hard to find. There is someone, I think, that's posted the entire album on the YouTubes. Yeah. But, and I made some fun little notes there about the tracks. I kind of went through and made some notes. A... For my own edification, and B to also figure out where the timestamps were because they were not included in the album. Right. So our uh, lovely and talented producer over there will be able to scoot through and know where the timestamps are, so you don't have to listen to every moment of this album. I want to thank you for that. But you are welcome <laughs> for that. Both of you are welcome, but especially you, Billion. Thank you for the production mastery on our last episode, 1985. We're- Gonna go in order, correct? Yeah, track listing. Yes. Um, first of all, Armored Saint. I honestly think if they would have got rid of the ridiculous loincloths and shit, <laughs> they would have been taken a little bit more serious because Did they're they the, the loincloths. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Metal War. Oh no, I thought yeah. Armored Saint did some of that shit too. Or <laughs> didn't they remember. do the big study? <laughs> I don't think they did. Loin they didn't. Yeah, that's what's sad. As soon as you said right. loincloth, I was like, fuck, dude, man of war. 
Armored Saint was John Bush, right? Yes. I thought they did some of that weird uh, now, big studs and but wait a minute. If shoulder they, pads. If in fact, shit. if in fact, if in fact, Armored yeah, Saint did do the loincloths, we might partner with them set a man of war for the metal nerdery man cloth. All right. Well, that's, a, that's a possibility. I just thought about that. I was exaggerating, but I still, I swear they wore like the big shoulder pads and shit. Yeah, but shoulder pads are very different than loincloths. No. You don't see any football players wear loincloths. <laughs> I'm telling you. They stupid. wore ridiculous shit. I love the helmet, but I don't even watch football. <laughs> you do love the helmet. I love Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Built calluses. God bless America. Yeah, here you go right here, Rusty. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, there you go. Right with all this fucking big studs and look at that those shit. are loincloths it's the same goddamn thing <laughs> okay pull up man of war that's not a fucking loincloth uh, well man of war those fucking man- viking helmets too no. but. man of war there's like album covers with them wearing a loincloth there's a difference russell okay we're not having a fucking uh dress up party anytime soon till you understand the difference between loincloths and i love capri suns like, like viking wear like, i'm there's just saying they would have been taken more seriously if they didn't look like that Oh, one word. Otherwise, you're going to get the It's a fucking fish. jellyfish, Billiam. No. <laughs> See, that's ah. fucking loincloth. <laughs> yeah, but they still did the breastplates. You don't see that shit in football, shit. man. Come Armor on. State did the breastplates. It was similar. Okay. They're the, the only fuckers that wore loincloths. Yeah, I'm sorry wore, I used the word loincloths. Man, I think Man of War probably owns the rights to the word and or the hashtag loincloths. If anybody can confirm that for us, any Man of War fans I'm out there. The Armored Saint wore the cod pieces. <laughs> the big metal cod, cod piece. Now yeah. you're thinking about war. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I think, I think Russell might be having a stroke. We're, we're having to monitor his behavior. <laughs> He's a little bit fucked, isn't he? So I've been hanging out with Geezer. My English has changed. Telling you that there's you know, I'm seeing a bunch picture. of leather with the armored saint, but no loincloths. Those aren't spikes, so what the fuck are those? They're like big quarters or something on their wristbands. Uh look, he's got the cod piece on. Stop it. Cod piece. He does. <laughs> Spike cod piece. Well I think see when I think cod piece, I think Blackie Lawless. I'm sorry. Or just, Ozzy. Ozzy was known to kinda don a cod piece. Yeah, but Blackie Lawless, we've we've gone into a very weird space Ooh, that here. That's a nineteen eighty two outfit right there. <laughs> <laughs> there nice costume buddy. That's represent. Wow. Costume metal? Is that a new genre? <laughs> I think it shall be. Armored Saint, All the right. heaviest yeah. band in costume metal. Back Cosplay was the word I was looking for before. Anyway. But their track did we, did starts we, this album did we play this? fucking heavy. Or did we just... I know we teased it, and then we didn't get into it. Did you play it, play it? We haven't played it yet. No. Oh, you haven't played it yet. Uh, uh, you've been you're talking about time, me right? having a stroke. Well, I heard like a little bit of it, and then it stopped. <laughs> He's been here the whole time, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, here. I heard a little bit of it, and then it stopped, and then I think we did the intro shit and the business, and then I think uh, we started back in, so I couldn't okay. remember if we played it again. Gotcha. It's for me brainies this morning. So they actually started in 82 right? Armored Saint, Saint. Saint. Yeah. Lesson well learned Track Uno and The Metal Massacre Damn good song. So. It starts off fantastic too Great guitar riff This is almost it's 28 years old Lesson well learned Armored Saint Metal Massacre Dose Crazy. Crazy. 
Got into sing. You're right. Who's that? They almost got John, John Bush, Bush to sing for Metallica. Yeah. Could you imagine what that would sound like? No. James it, didn't want to sing. It did that, sound badass when he sounded oh, yeah, Anthrax. Yeah, 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 he didn't yeah, want yeah, to we sing. About yeah. I think it's a good track. That's a killer leadoff track for yeah. sure. I heard this as a, as a 10 year old I would have been hypnotized right. shit, well that awesome. was the coolest thing about the Metal Maskers is you never would have heard this shit without them putting these compilations right because other than that it was just demos but it always yeah. got like it always got press like in Hip Parader and Circus because they would you'd see ads for this shit in the back it's like holy shit back, yeah. but occasionally they might sneak in a story about like you know Slayer yeah. or because one time I saw something about At Dawn They Sleep I'm like holy shit who are these guys, you know? So it's like sometimes they'd sneak in some stuff mm-hmm. and you find out about it on the early. And I, I remember seeing them in the guitar magazines too. Yeah. Like in the very back pages where the advertisements were, you'd see a little ad for this compilation album. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people wouldn't have heard this shit without these compilations being God made. bless yeah. the Metal Blade, the Brian the Slagle, and the Metal Massacre. Right. Yeah. yeah. The next band was called Third Stage. A cool track. The song was called Mind Invader, but someone was listening to this with me. And this she, is a little She said it weird. sounds like church music and it, wannabe sane music. It's <laughs> it's a little strange, um, but I like it. I dug it, too. It kind of reminded me of like the beginning of Dungeons & Dragons Metal. Yeah. yeah, I, Like I, that I, feel. I, yeah. It sounded kind of advanced for its time to be 82. That was like around the time of Dio. Yeah. This Dio solo stuff. Have you guys heard of them since? No. I have not, but they they were probably underrated, tragically. Oh. But third stage, Mind Invader. I mean, there's there's bands on this album that just disappeared, but some of their musicians moved on to do other things. I'm sure. Their influence, I'm sure, lived on, too. Yeah. But, yeah, when I listen to this track, I'm like, it's different, but I like it. It's kind of what made it fun was the differentness. Yeah. And the voice is kind of weird. Yeah, it is different for sure. Bring on the metal. That's some good production there, brother. Bring on the Dungeons and Dragons metal. My boy Bill knows what's up. Billy, I'm our producer extraordinaire. Sounds like I have a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> I have a tiger on Coke, but it's 1982. <laughs> Make a heavy metal music. You can see Bill's face right now. Kind of reminds me of uh, Jeff Scott Soto a little bit, like the Bill stuff. Yeah. 
Well, the guitar lines in this song are like so short. That's like early, that's almost like Ingve marching out style, but almost like a rough draft before it got to that. Yeah. That's probably like early prog metal because that's kind of got the keyboards and the kind of operatic vocals. Yeah. So. I was about to say yeah. metal opera. Yeah. Yeah. I might do a little more digging on them because. I just remember the guitar being really good. In this so, if I'm not mistaken, I think I was impressed with it. The, the playing was definitely talented. I think I remember this being kind of shredded. I think it was too. Did I make a note about that? It kind of sounds like the, uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Right. What well, kind of that style? The Sabotage, the Sabotage Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little Inveyish. Yeah, it's sort of like both Inveyor and Dio. Seems kind of virtuosic. It's almost Richie Blackmore-ish kind of. Being a guitar nerd, I always pick up on yeah. Well, you can hear the influences. It's like mm. on some of these where there's like a heavy, heavy pre... I think the next one might have a big priest influence. Like one of these sounded like a fucking... They could be a Judas Priest cover band and they could be fucking millionaires if they can afford <laughs> the Harley. <laughs> yeah. Surgical, uh, surgical Steel. Surgical yeah. Steel is the next one. Rivet Head. And that's R-I-V-I-T. It, they sound like fucking priest. It sounds like if... If Lemmy co-wrote with Priest and actually played bass instead of Ian Hill, that's what Jewish Priest would sound like. Really? To, to me. That's what I got from it. See what you guys think. Y'all can tell us on the socials what you think on the Facebook or the Gram. I know I can do oh, yeah. anything Rockley. Anything Rockley? Tell me that's not fucking Ron Howard. Oh, yeah. It sounds just like him. Even the drum, it almost sounds like King Diamond a little bit. And the drums sound like Screaming from Vengeance. Right, screaming for vengeance. I like it. It's killer, but it's like that just goes to show you how fucking badass Priest was. It is, but was particularly back then. A little bit of King Diamond. A little bit there, yeah. It's just enough. I think there might be some later in the song where it's more like Merciful Fate and King Diamond kind of, but. But the priest influence on that was obvious. I mean, it's like if you've never heard Judas Priest, if you hear this, and then oh, someone plays Screamer for Vengeance, yeah. oh, I, I fucking know Judas Priest. Boom. I dug it. Even the solos. 
pretty badass. I'll put Double it all the shred. Well, it's kind of like Motorhead. It's yeah. almost like Motorhead meets Priest. Yeah. What are they called? Wait for it. Can you toggle back with that, William? Surgical, Surgical steel. They definitely sound like probably one of those LA bands that was like badass, but they. Oh, they, they, they Phil. Yeah, that was totally like a screamer for vengeance kind of, you know. <laughs> What's up? Arizona metal. Okay. From Arizona, wow. Right on. Desert metal. Holy shit. Okay, they actually did something with Rob Halford. Cool, so kudos to those In 2010. Guys. Or that's when it was posted. Never mind. Yeah. I get con- corn-fused. But shit, still, man, if they had any kind of tangential association with the metal god. I bet you they were a priest cover. We give them the kudos <laughs> commitments. They I may have been. they played a priest song. You know what? Too. If they would have been... <laughs> If they would have been and or if they currently are, they're probably killing the fuck out of that because they've they've got that nailed. Well that record's forty years almost forty years old. They I know. Then that makes you feel old as shit. I feel older than a weathered dog turd. <laughs> okay, the next one is sounds so eighties. <laughs> Obsession. Shadows of steel. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the worst shit ever. Makeup or studs? Honey, what are you watching? Mom, it's called Obsession. Shadows of Steel. Obsession for men. The entire audiobook sounds just like this. I'm going to read to you now exactly what we wrote for the webpage. This is Matt's trans alter ego, so listen up. Kind of has that driving Judas Priest highway metal vibe. Lots of reverb and delay on the vocals. Early 80s production. You're gonna love it. Nice twin guitar action, like taking Judas Priest a step beyond. Kind of. I'm gonna have to take a shower after this. <laughs> You're making me feel gross as fuck right now. I'm sorry. Just drink more. It'll go away. It's fine. Uh, here we go. Let's Hashtag see. gross as fuck. That's the hangover. You're you're projecting, Russ. Oh, it could be. <laughs> yeah, they look like '80s metal for sure. Well, they went from looks like they went from makeup to metal. Yep. Same band, makeup to metal. This looks like Dexy's Midnight Runners over here, and then then they threw the leather on. Oh no, it's a weird combination. No, there's some teased hair in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought I saw the overalls. Like, Somebody came on Eileen. Who knows? I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> Maybe they didn't. Oh, jeez. It was Sorry. her fault. We just went down. Yeah, it was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> because of what she was wearing. Misogynist. She was wearing overalls like the rest of those goofy dudes in that band. <laughs> One hit wonders. You know what? I wonder if those guys like made any money on that or if they starved to death. Maybe not. Okay, that's this is a good <laughs> question. Because as many times as that song's been played. Yeah, I'm sure Aline's been cummed on quite a lot. And it keeps on going. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because we have to. Shadows of Steel. Obsession. Actually, it's backwards. It's Obsession. Shadows of Steel. You're the priest. I like it. I hate the guitar too. That's so terrible. The vocals are different. Yeah. 
they subscribe to the if the singer's not that great throw echo. And he's not bad, but they just threw a lot of Well, the echo definitely does something to Honestly, I'd like to hear the song with a good production. I like the riff. That scratchy-ass guitar, though. Yeah. Tinny. Thin. Icy. Sounds like they ran it right through like a metal charger into a gorilla amp and just kind of... Yeah, gorilla. Yeah. I was about to say they got an amp <laughs> Turn that, that treble big. shit all the way all up to 12. State, yeah. no, fucking, honestly, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Crispy right? Thin. That's probably like some spoiled brat that, like, you know, his dad was a billionaire or something, and he's like, hey, man, I'll produce your album. I'll scoop the meds. <laughs> and the next one was from Savage Grace. And the song is called Scepters of Deceit, which I actually had to look up scepters because I was like, all right, what the fuck is a scepter? It's a thing a priest holds. It's like a magic stick. Yeah, it's kind of biblical, which based on the times we're living in, that seems accurate. Oh, it depends. If it's King Diamond, it's got a skull. on. Oh, yeah. If it's King Diamond, it's just fucking metal. That's the way that goes. (laughs) But he holds a scepter is my point. You can have King Diamond's probably the only man in metal except for maybe Alice Cooper that can hold a scepter. Okay, Ozzy. There's three. There's your bold three. Those are the ones that can actually hold Dancing. the scepter. Dio. Dancing Dio's got to have a scepter. You yeah. know what? Dio needs to have the biggest scepter. Yeah. I think. I know that's weird. the smallest guy. Exactly. Didn't, uh, didn't Jack Black ask him to hand over the cape and scepter? That's right. Is that right? In a smaller room for KG. Anyway. In <laughs> a smaller one for KG. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Savage Grace. Scepters. Scepters of deceit. Love that production quality. Oh, wait, could have been notes. Oh, I couldn't tell if that was guitar or bones. <laughs> Diamond meets Rob Halford. There's no way it's a coincidence. Way more. Drinking for Vengeance had just come out. Everything sounds like Oh, yeah. Somewhere he's got like the high vocals, like totally King Diamond style. Like what? The... Like he was aiming too high. I'm like, bruh. He's got a cover. He's trying to bust the glass. I mean, he, he, I, he gave the, the valid effort. Or valiant effort, actually, I should say. Valid, valiant effort. Okay, then. Yeah, if you listen to that one further, there does kind of get that weird King Diamond y kind of. The next one was uh, <laughs> Overkill, 
No holds barred. I think you're right, Russ. I think I do remember the Overkill LA thing. Yeah, I thought I remember seeing it tagged like that. Because, uh, in fact, me and Hodges may have had this discussion at one point talking about, because I think at one point, you know, we were talking about Overkill and how rad Overkill is. Yeah. You know, our, we'll call it our Overkill. Yeah. Thrash Overkill. Not some other Overkill. <laughs> but I think we were talking about this one time. It's like, I'm not sure that's the same one. He's like, eh. I don't know what the hashtag equivalent of that is, but eh, I don't think it is either. So no holds barred. It's not holes. Holds with a D. This um, ACDC. Like, let there be rock the shittier production or rawer production. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty confident this is not the overkill that we know and love <laughs> here at no Mercury HQ. Not even close. Blitz, Dee Dee, Rat, Bobby, anybody that's listening, we apologize for confusing the two. I'm sure they were well aware of Overkill LA. Yeah. Because that's why Overkill LA had to add an LA LA. to their name. Yeah, Yeah, because they they weren't as real as the other Overkill. Warlord, Lucifer's Hammer. I like both the name and title. Let's see what it sounds like. It's got so much cowbell, it's fucking awesome. Well, that's just a lot favorite of, song. There's just a lot of metal involved with that. Oh, yeah. it's a whole lot of metal. Yeah. Just the name. Right. Watch it sound like poison. No, it does not sound like poison. <laughs> I assure you. I've listened to it myself. It don't sound like that at all. Don't know which character this is. It's probably a brain-damaged Scotsman, but I'm not sure. A lot of the tracks on here I've listened to. I just don't know which one's which. You <laughs> He's like got the guitar sound. He's a product, better product. Oh, He's impulsive. How early made That old rainbow line, like old school video yeah, rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a good beat. The kids could dance to it. Right, children can bang their heads to it, y'all. Bang their heads to it. Hail Satan and pray for forgiveness all at the same time. It's a pretty decent production. Actually, it is. The drums are one of those. Keyboards. Should we call it early prog metal? Bill's like, no, he's shutting it down. He's shutting it down like a fucking kiss convention in here. It's like, no. (laughs) Bill, I don't know what your hatred is about kiss, you know. Hi, y'all. This is Paul Stanley. 
I do comic books on the side when I'm not touring with Kiss, but Bill, I don't know why you hate us so much. They're so awesome, especially Ace Frehley. He's the best part of Kiss. We just had the uh, passing anniversary of uh, Eric Carr. I think wow, last week. yeah. yeah. The, the best drummer that ever played for Kiss. He was like the Ronnie James Dio of drums. I say that just because he was really short. Freaking badass. But he was man. a badass God, fucking drummer. He was a good drummer. He was short, dude, but his fucking drum set was retar- ridiculously huge. It was massive. And honestly, when you get to the Kiss makeup, I think he had some of the coolest. The Fox Man? Yeah. He was better the than Onk Man. <laughs> he was definitely better than Onk Man. Which would be Vinnie Vincent, which we think may be a woman. <laughs> <sighs> We're not sure, but let's see. But I digest. Hold on. Yeah. Rust digest. Wait, wait, so there's a fox man. What else was Did you say ox man? Onk uh, man. Uh, what is Vinnie that? Vincent. You onk. know that thing? He had like the cross, the onk. Oh, that's right. So, okay. Yeah. It's, okay. It's the cross. What else was there? It's the cross that Jesus lesbians Christ, wore at Lilith Fair back in the Star 90s. Child, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. The demon. Yeah. Uh, Catman. The space man. Space ace. Space ace. All right. I don't know. I don't know what else they were going to. I guess King Diamond could have been like the seventh member. Of what a chicken dude! He really could have. But before Fox Man, wasn't Eric Carr like a chicken dude or some kind of bird? <laughs> something. I, sw- to I swear to God, there was a, there was a bird dude. I think it was Eric Carr. I think it was Eric Carr before they, they decided on the chicken man dude. Yeah, that's you, not a fucking, fucking kiss character right now, you motherfucker. Wait a minute, Gene Simmons <laughs> might be calling us pretty soon. He's like, hey, that sounds like a fantastic one for their next reunion tour. He's gonna be suing us, chicken man. <laughs> no, that's that's the next that's the next kiss. Chicken kiss. Everybody gets dressed up like chickens and they go out on stage. Bruce Culloch never wore makeup, right? No. All right. So Only I mean, on Asylum album Carr, cover. I'm, I'm Googling Eric Carr's first makeup. Okay, wait. Let's go back to figure out what song we're going into. Sorry. I, we totally derailed this fucking We derailed this a little bit. <laughs> With a great big D. We derailed. Oh, great. See, Bill's looking at Kiss shit now. He's like, all right. Y'all think I'm fucked up. You wait a second. I think Bill wants to do there a dive go. on a live too. Look at the little kitty. <laughs> what the fuck oh there's Ankh man the kitty look at the kitty here's his first makeup dude you think I'm fucking around oh dude that's like it. that's like a demonic Gary oh, yeah. Glitter is what that looks like he's, he's in have, he even has the uh, he's got a beak the chicken's the suit on <laughs> he's got a beak <laughs> oh there it is right there look yeah see told you I know my shit I'm not always calling, a dumbass. Sometimes I actually know but something. But I can't quite squawk <laughs> right now. Undiscovered kiss history. Me and the beak will be playing. But right there. Go, go. Holy <laughs> shit, balls. <laughs> oh, we derailed this okay, one. Okay, we've reached a new level of stupid here at Metal Nerdy. And you want to be my metal band. <laughs> He's a good drummer, though. No doubt that dude was a badass. Holy moly. Sorry, this was all tangentially somehow tied in and related. How the fuck did we even get to that? I don't know. It's called Rabbit Hole. All right, Trauma. Trauma. Here we go. This would be some hail to the Cliff Burton here. I heard the bass player of this band's pretty good. Such a shame by Trauma. Hashtag Cliff Burton. Listen for that bass. Hashtag foreshadowing.
see how you would have been part of the Zipper Calvary. Definitely more rock and roll than Metallica stuff. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It kind of keeps that presence going, that yeah. just sort of constant oh, hear the bass presence. Sure. Yeah. yeah, He's definitely back there in the mix. Which might him awesome. <laughs> okay, so the next one. Diet Right Soda? Someone said it sounded like David Hasselhoff. I kind of feel like that's almost a slight against David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That's brutal. Zinga. That's <laughs> kind of brutal. Here's a big deal in Germany. This is Dietrich. Dietrich is the band. Is that how you say it? It's, I think so. Dietrich, and it's it's all right. It's all right. Dietrich. All right. Oh, the name of the song is this. Don't right. they start listening right. to Dietrich. It's all right. This song is by Dietrich. I hope you enjoy it, German style. <laughs> Diet right. Soda. David Hasselhoff house band. Let's go. Reminds me of uh, a low budget monster magnet. No, the beginning. Chains very beginning. This is like an early monster really magnet feel to me. This has a this has a this has a seventies I wanna be the eighties metal band. Right. Did you ever style. hear the Billy yeah. Joel metal stuff? Before he was Billy Joel, I, I don't know. Oh. It sounded a lot like uh, this. Okay. I said that Billy Joel did metal. No, he did. Before he was Billy Joel, everybody knows he had some metal shit. He was in a band and he was the lead singer. It's almost like Robert Plant type vocals. Oh wow! Yeah, damn. Similar to this. Now. That's what it reminded me of. It's I like now I want to listen to Pressure, but I know that's not even related to this. But we'll put that on yeah. Camp Gladness for the future. Yeah, that was probably not one of the higher points for me. No. Especially if it was compared to David, David Lee Hasselhoff. David Lee Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Lee Hasselroth. He's the driver of Knight Rider on an endless <laughs> supply of cocaine and 4x12 cabinets with groupies inside them. There's a groupie in every speaker hole. Molten leather. Okay, molten leather sounds like such a... It sounds so cliched of an 80s name. Just think about it. Molten leather. That's just it's fucking metal, dude. Fucking metal's fuck, bro. Voltage. Inversion. <laughs> Voltage, right? But you know what? <laughs> it reminded me of like old school Hendrix. For real. Like fire. It's what you name your band when you're 15. Dude, or it's what you name your band when you're 25 and you're the middle age of 15 and you've got a raging drug habit. <laughs> and or cocaine habit. Which is also a drug. And or alcohol, which is also a also a drug. Alcohol also also is a drug. No, I thought cocaine was a stimulant. It's that too. 
Jimmy. It's Jimmy. I don't hear Jimmy in this. This year, baby. It's not acting so crazy. Jump in the fire. Jump in the fire. <laughs> well, also, Rowl. It's like Jimmy Sabbath. Rockabilly. Yeah. Maybe even kind of like Deep Purple-ish. Sounds like something Metallica would cover. Yeah, like Budgie yeah. or one of those. Some, yeah. Something yeah. about the drums, though, just gave me like the Mitch Mitchell old-school Jimi Hendrix experience vibe. Kind of that energy. Right. Maybe it's just me. Now I hear it. I just kind of hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Now he holds uh, no the... Whatever. Yeah. Looking all British and shit. I dig it. It's funny because it has more of like a sixties ish. Yeah, that was way different than anything else on this album. It sounds like old compared to everything on this album sounds old, but that sounds like really old. But this next one Hyksos H Y K S O S. It's probably Hykos. Hyksos, maybe it's that. What does that Kings. mean? It you know it's got to mean something of, cool. Yeah. It sounded sort of merciful fadish to me. That's one of those bands that smart kids, or names that smart kids name their band because it means something. It's like merciful fate meets rush, which is a very strange combination, I'm sure, but it's surely thought-provoking. What you got there, Rusty? Uh, Hyksos. Hyksos. Pronounced... Hyksos. Hike. <laughs> a people of mixed Semitic, Semitic and Asian descent who invaded Egypt and settled in the Nile in 1640 BC. They formed the 15th and 16th dynasties of Egypt and ruled a large part of the country until driven out in 1532 BC. Well, there you go. Okay, right on. The name of the song is The Kings. It's just like biblical. Excellent. Don't deny the power of. Woe to you. Mercy fate, bitch. Yeah. That's the first thing that came out. Yeah. Good production. Spacer rubber band? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I like 
like the hike says. This might be the best sounding song we've heard. As far as production. Yeah. This dude breaks glasses in time. Yeah, he does. Makes King Diamond sound like Waylon Jennings or something. No, he makes King Diamond sound like Peter Steele. That's a better analogy. Oh, Kick man. him in the Jimmy. Kick him in the King. And I think the last tune that There's we had Marty for Freeman this, up in here. Aloha. The yeah. last tune was from Aloha. It was heavy metal version. I have a feeling this band has a chick singer. If not a chick singer, it's a dude who's a eunuch. It's one of those two. Well, I know they got a rad guitar player, Marty Friedman. Pre cacophony. Really? uh, Yes, sir. Marty Friedman was Aloha. I did not Googleize that. Yeah. This was one of his first appearances on recordings. Really? Well, we shall see if you're right, Russell. (laughs) Or if you're full of shit this morning. Heavy metal virgin. This Aloha. Was, this is what he did before cacophony. Am I saying it? Cacophony, yeah. Cacophony. Cacophony. This is right. It's like 17 when he was It's gotta be a girl or a dude with really bad falsetto. There's a dude with no balls and a micro penis. One of the two. You've heard Mark Slaughter. I wonder here, I think Mark Slaughter was packing like a mean summer squash, but I don't know. <laughs> She kind of sounds like she might be a heavy metal Now I want to hear the solo. Yeah, we gotta get to the guitar. Marty Friedman. That was kind of cool. Cool twin guitar action. Okay, female. It's not the same one. Either that's a chick or that's the most flawless dude in metal right here. But if, if Marty was affiliated with that, then that's very, very cool. He, he was the lead guitar player on that one. That's um, it's most excellent. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think he was like really young, like 16 or 17. Oh, yeah. He years was old. probably like a babe in the woods. Yeah. Young. Um, damn. How will I find that? Well, there's. Okay. I guess they're from, uh, from Honolulu. So it kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the brain on Brad. <laughs> Smart motherfucker. It's like, 
It's like, hello, Australia. We're hello from America. It's like, that seems kind of dumb, doesn't it? Now I feel We're hello from the mainland America. What's bothering me is nothing you're looking up, says Marty Freeman, but I swear that was him. Swear to God. Yeah. Hawaiian-based speed metal band, Aloha. That was speed metal? They needed to take some more speed for that to be Marty speed. Freeman, guitars. Son Lisa Ruiz vocals. There it wasn't shit. So there you go. Yeah. So go. Chemo on bass. Jeff Graves on drums. K-I-M-O, not C-H-E-M-O. There's a difference. I guess Marty Freeman's from Hawaii? I don't know. He's in uh, Japan now doing all the... I had no idea. He was is there. It, is it J-Rock? I don't point. know if it's the deal now, but... I'm sure that's the same Marty Friedman. Pro- I'm sure it is, yeah. Because yeah. well, he kind of yeah, had I his touch. This, because his the thing flare. I looked up said pre-Cacophony Marty Friedman. Yeah, uh, Cacophony was more like getting into the more brutal kind of shit. But yeah. Anyway, well, there we go, people. I believe that is it for the Metal Massacre. Metal Massacre, too. I Dose. Which is... Concludes what um, the Wheeler was saying, how big an influence Judas Priest was during that time, because just about everything on that album sounded like a Judas Priest song or could have been a Judas Priest song. And not to get into like super backshadowing and or foreshadowing, but I believe at some point we shall definitely have to delve into the priestness. Sure. Some priest. And we will definitely have to bring Mr. Hodges in for that one. Right. He shall have to be in attendance. Need to do a show where we influence show. Where you have like priests and maiden and all the bands that freaking sound like them. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah. for yeah. real. It's called influencing future shows. Anyway, yeah. thank you all for joining. Until the next. Until the next. Don't forget to rot. Nerd out. I love the helmet. <laughs> Later. Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like us, share us with a friend. We are at Metal Nerdery Podcast. That is at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can follow along with the show on metalnerdery.com slash episodes. Nerd out.